Hey, hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, with Tyler. We're gonna do this thing. Um, yeah, we got a show to do. We got plenty of games to talk about. Uh, I've played a lot of games. I'm not sure about you, Tyler. How How's your gaming life been? It's been okay. Yeah, mm. it's been okay. Okay. Yeah, this is about the time of the year where I'd usually catch up on a lot of things, but there's just too much to catch up on. Uh, it's been a very, oh, yeah. very good year for games, and uh, yeah, there's just some games that I don't think I'm going to get to, so, unfortunately, so yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. It's it's tough. Gotta make some, some decisions, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I don't know what what else there is to say. I, I I mean, I'm going to get into it. I've got five games here that I can talk about. Uh, some Fuck a little bit yeah, man. Others. Um, Let's get into it. Let's do it. Tyler, I finally done it. I said I've said it every time this game comes up in discussion, whether it's on a list or if it's up for an award. I have played and I have finished Cocoon. Ooh, okay, all right. It is a fun, charming puzzle platformer where you play as a little bug and you manage some orbs. You sometimes stick orbs inside of other orbs and then shoot shoot energy into orbs, which will then go into the orb inside that orb to unlock a thing. Uh, it's a real mindfuck. Some of these puzzles are... I mean, the puzzles were fun, but some of them really had me, uh, me twisting... Twisting some knobs up there in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> is the game mostly all puzzles? Or yeah, it's, it's mostly puzzles. That's pretty much all it is? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there are some boss fights. Um, I say fights in quotation marks. You're not, like... You, it's, you don't have weapons or anything. Like, you're using the environment. You're using new mechanics in the environment to defeat these bosses. So... Right. Yeah. Okay. It's not an gotcha. action platformer. It is. It is very much just a puzzle platformer, some boss puzzle fight sort of things. So, yeah. Uh, so, would you say the gameplay is a little bit more involved than, say, Inside or Limbo? Yes. Yes, I would okay. say for sure. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It's uh, got a really nice style to it, and. Uh, yeah, I, I just enjoyed it. It's a short game, too. It took me about, like, four and a half, five hours to beat. Uh, so, it's not that bad. Does, yeah, that's not bad at all. Does the music slap? Oh, yeah. Music These slaps. games always have really good music, so, yeah, no, that's good. A lot of, the, cool. a lot of the sound in the environments, it, really good, too. I, I really enjoyed Cocoon. Uh, always came highly recommended, and, uh, yeah, it lives up to that. Yeah, that's awesome. I is one that I have downloaded, but gotta play eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I mean, I downloaded a lot of shit. I I so I haven't looked at uh, what's on Xbox Game Pass in a long time, and uh, I did, and I I downloaded a lot of things. So that's where a lot of the games. I mean, some some games that I'm not gonna really get too far into. Like I played some Dicey Dungeons, uh, just before mm. the pod. Uh. I also played some uh, Turbo Golf Racing. Oh, what is this? 
So it's like Rocket League, but it's golf. You're oh. you have your ball and you're racing a track. You're you're hitting the ball down the track and uh and yeah, you're just racing to finish first. And they've added a golf mode to it, which is just turn by turn. You're actually playing golf with it. Um but yeah, it's just racing your ball down the track, uh get some power ups, doing some boosts, some jumps. Uh yeah. It's a Sweet. it's a pretty hectic time. It's uh when you get everyone out there. Uh, I don't think there, there there wasn't collision on when I played, but I was playing casual. I wonder if there's collision in the competitive mode, but yeah, it's a, it's a good time. We should play sometime. Yeah. At least, at least the golf mode we should play. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure if you'd really enjoy the race mode, but I think the golf mode, the turn by turn stuff, I think that would be fun. Because we always like playing like GTA golf, <laughs> so yeah. this is another golf game we could play together. Right, and that's on Game Pass. Yeah, that's on Game Pass. Cool. Right on. Um, another Game Pass game. I've been playing. I've actually been playing a lot of this. Let's build a zoo. Um, mm, it is okay. a pixel art zoo, uh, park building game. Uh. Yeah, so you, I mean, you start off with, so you start off with a pair of animals and then a pair of, uh, I think, rabbits, and eventually, like, so you breed your animals to get different variants, and then you trade those variants for new animals, and you build your park out, and yeah, hiring, hiring employees, hiring zookeepers, managing diets, um, managing other parts of a park. Like, you know, a lot of park building games do, like, making sure there's enough trash bins, there's enough light for after dark stuff, make sure there are enough benches, concessions, all that stuff, bathrooms, um, pretty standard park building things, so, yeah, and then you can, uh, also make horrific hybrid animals. I made, <laughs> I made a, uh, a, a snooze, a snake goose. Oh shit! A snake with a goose head. Uh, That's awesome. Um, I made a rabbi baro. Uh, it's rabbit legs on a capybara. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really cute. Um, huge uh, research science sort of uh, research points that you have to spend like a huge tree of technology to uh, to unlock. So, yeah. So so, what are you making these animals shag to? Oh yeah, like to you do could, this or um, doing it in a lab or no? You're doing it. <laughs> oh, to make the hybrids, you're doing it yeah. in, in a lab. Like you, you're doing the, okay. the CRISPR DNA splicing sort of thing. Gotcha. Um, okay, but you also have nurseries where you can you know set two animals up. So if you're if you're looking to create a variant of that species, you can uh, yeah. Do some selective breeding that way. Okay. Um, yeah, really having a having a fun time with it. So, going to continue nice. building a zoo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice. Um, I've got two more, Tyler. But let's hear about what you've been playing. Uh, I've been playing three things. Um, 
two of and they're all on Game Pass. Oh, okay. <laughs> and two of them are I just you know I just kind of don't give a shit. I'm just I'm just having a good old fucking time playing these games. Let me guess, um, Halo Infinite. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Forza Motorsport and oh, what's the other one? Oh, like a dragon, like, like a, a dragon god. Oh, that I forgot that came to Game Pass, and that's where I even yeah. played it. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Halo Infinite's just a a good old fucking time. I uh, I finished the free twenty level battle pass that they put out, um, and yeah, just doing all sorts of different game modes in there um and having having a blast i mean some of these some of these newer maps they put in are just fucking awesome firefights a really good time um it's yeah it's it's awesome what they've done with this game i I think it's incredibly incredibly well done so um really enjoying you know just kind of zoning out and putting some football on and playing some halo Mm. It's always good times. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Forza Motorsport. Um, I, I'm i really kind of torn on this game because I do genuinely very much like it. And I kind of can't stop playing it. I think the racing's very good. I think the cars handle very well. I think um, I like a lot of the, the tracks on there. They just added uh, Hockenheim as well, which is just a classic track in Germany that is just the best. Um and it just pains me that F1 doesn't race there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I get there's financial reasons, I guess, why they haven't done it. But damn it. It's just a track that always delivers a fantastic racing. So that's fun. Um, but I, I decided to dip into... Because uh, I think the career mode is cool, but it's kind of repetitive a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I decided to dip into some of the other modes in there. So I... Uh, checked out uh, Rivals mode, um, and that is actually very fun. So you can choose uh, basically any class, um, whatever car you have for that class, any track, and then if there if tracks have multiple layouts, you can choose those different whatever layout you want. And then you're just setting the fastest times possible, and you just kind of keep going. So you can do you can do three laps, you can do ten laps. But every time it's putting you against a different rival that has done that. So it's giving you a... So if you beat this person's time, now it's giving you another person's time that's even faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really kind of pushes you along. Um, and then you're kind of racing the ghost of that car as well. And I, I find it to be very fun. Um, because I was... I like how Gran Turismo 7 did it. And I think... GT7 does it a little bit better where it's just a little bit more, the times are a little bit more just kind of baked in to everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you can see what what your friends have done and all that stuff. Whereas this, you have to go to this kind of separate mode and it's still really fun. But, you know, I liked in GT7 how, you know, I would uh, do a do a lap or, or whatever on, on a track and be like, oh, dude, I fucking crushed that. And then see that, you, you know, you are two seconds faster than me <laughs> or something like that. It's like, damn it. How the hell did that happen? Like, where where can I pick up time and all that sort of stuff? And, you know, this this mode really does play into that, and it's fun. Um, and then I decided to go online. Oh, and ooh, okay. Let's hear it. it. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a mixed bag, but 
I gotta say that I probably had the best online racing experience I have ever had uh, when I played this. Um, so we raced on uh, the Hakone circuit, I guess. Yeah, that, that was it. And that track is cool because uh, it has some nice long straights, so you can really get a nice slipstream. Remember, stream right, that's on it's each a really other. wide track, right? Yeah, it's really wide. Lots of different lines that you can take into the corners. Um, and everyone in, and it was one of the qualifier events. So when you go online, you got to do three, three races. And then, then there's a whole slew of different featured events that you can do. Um, so, um, this was my last qualifier. And what I like about this that I kind of wish the career mode did, like I like in the career mode, how you can choose where you start. Mm -hmm. That is fun. But in this, you have literal qualifying, and you have three laps, and you can, and it is whatever the best lap you lay down is, uh, you know, that's that's where you start, so it sets the grid uh, based off of that, and it's cool because you can see everyone else's times on the board, which I don't think in GT7, correct me if I'm wrong, because you played more than me, if you can see them actively... I thought it's more like you you lay down your lap and then all of a sudden you're like oh I'm eighth. Could be wrong with that. Yeah, uh, um, for GT seven, it's like uh, qualifying is typically just a um, you do so you sign up for your event and then like you have time before your event where you put laps down for your qualifying. Right, and and that's kind of what this is too. However, the the that the time ahead of the race is you kind of manage it however you want. So you can do just practice laps and not qualify. Uh, but I still think you can enter the event. You'll just start the back, but you can leave it until, you know, you have three minutes left and then mm -hmm. you lay down your qualifying laps. Um, but yeah, you're, it's almost like watching like F1 qualifying. Like you're just seeing these, these times just, uh, change constantly on the board. And you know, that, it's you were being compared to everybody else too, like during the sectors and things like that. It's really cool. Um, so man, this, this race though, I laid down a fucking monster lap, put it on pole. I'm like, Oh my God, this is awesome. All of a sudden someone comes in and they are nine tenths faster than me. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Um, but me and this other person were very close. So race starts and, uh, the, the person that put it on pole, they kind of didn't go off into the sunset. They were about one and a half to three seconds the entire race. But me and this other player was just duking it out so hard. And it was just constant, just slipstreaming each other down the straights, using different lines in the corners, really smart, like defending into the corners. I think we probably passed each other like 10 different times in just like whatever five or six laps this race was. And uh, they ended up getting me. I, I, I finished right behind them in third. I gave it my last last best effort there. But it was just, it was so exhilarating. I'm like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Like, we didn't make any contact, nothing. It was just constant, like, giving it our all, going back and forth. And I was just like so happy that I, and I, I'm like, dude, I haven't done this in 10 years. Mm -hmm. It feels like I literally messaged that person and said like, good game. And they messaged me back and everything. I was just so like, yes, fucking, this is perfect. So 
it was it was a mixed bag. Like that that was a really good race, but then there was another one on uh, Laguna Seca, which oh uh, okay was not as fun because that track is just very hard to pass on because it's kind of narrow. Um, so that was a little bit more of a your typical online racing clusterfuck. But yeah, yeah, I think the racing in this game's really good. It's it's just a little bare bones, I think, on the career mode side, but. Mm. Yeah, enjoying that. Uh, and then, yeah, Like a Dragon, um, Gaiden. I'm, how's, only, how's... I'm still I'm still in Chapter 1, I think. What? But I, yeah, but I think I'm, I'm, I honestly, I haven't played that much mm. of it. Probably, you know, another hour or so. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there, though. But Come on, man. It's good. Come on. Yeah, sorry. I'll play, I'll have a lot more. Don't you want to know a little a bit more, more about Joe Ryu? <laughs> Oh yeah, I do, I do. Story's really good. I'm very intrigued. Mm. So yeah, that's 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 all I got. I I need to stop playing Forza in Halo and play some other things though. Yeah, you know maybe like uh, Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that I need to finish Spider Man two. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What else you got? Uh, I, I mean, I've been playing a little bit, bit of uh, Baldur's Gate three uh, with my girlfriend, and we've been, we've, uh, we're getting close to getting into the city. We're, you know, in the fort, just outside the city, make talking to some devils. Uh, <laughs> you know, Raphael has a pretty enticing offer, but you know, maybe, Ooh. you know, maybe we can get what he has without, you know, making a deal with him. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, there you go. We found this guy uh, who was putting bombs in toys uh, and giving them to refugees. Uh, oh, that's that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, apparently he was doing it under duress, so we're going to go after the people who made him do that. So, yeah, I, I met, a, met a pretty cool cat. Uh, and some, uh, some of Asterian's... Uh, fellow vampires sw- spawn his his brothers and sisters we we met we met a few of them <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm really enjoying it i think i man hmm i want to finish that game <laughs> before ah uh, i i really want to finish that game hmm mhm yeah so We'll see if I can get to that. Uh, I'm not sure when we'll record Game of the Year. We might take like a, we might take a little bit longer between this and the next episode, just so we can get Game of the Year in, um, and have everything that we wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm down for something like that. We can yeah. figure that out after this. Yeah. Um, other thing I've been playing some more Red Dead Redemption Two on the on the Steam Deck. Uh. It's working pretty nice. I'm I'm having a good time with it. Uh, I, oh man, what else, what did I do? I collected some debts and spoilers contracted tuber, uh, tuberculosis, uh, TB. You know the thing nice. that you, you know the yeah. thing that eventually kills kills you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I've done. I've I went hunting for that big bear, that big ugly oh, fucking yeah. bear. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Uh couldn't kill it. Uh I tried to follow up after the you know the mission was done. No. 
No, I, I do not have the equipment for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in doing that mission, I got got my horse. Uh, I named it Horse. Uh, um, yeah, it's... I am I I'm I'm actually having a okay time with it. I'm having a decent time with Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, wow, I never thought it would happen. Playing it slow, you know, maybe yeah. just taking some time, playing some poker here and there, <laughs> um, <laughs> go, doing some hunting, you know. It's uh yeah, it's a I th- it. It's Tyler. Don't quote me on this, but I think it's a good video game. <laughs> I'll quote you now. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you, you, this can't. This can't leave leave the podcast. Anyone out there listening okay. to it, you you can't tell anyone that I said that Red Dead Redemption Two is a good video game. But you know, wink, <laughs> wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, it is a good game. Yes, yes. Nudge. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Come on, Dutch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me think. If there's anything else that I'm not, that's not at the front. Oh, uh, the girlfriend and I played until dawn. Oh, okay. Played through all Very of nice. until dawn. So, yeah, that How was, was that? that was interesting. Um, She's the type of person who, you know, wants to look up online and because she's only going to ever play this once and looks up the decisions to, you know, get the best outcome. And I understand that. You're only going to play the game mm-hmm. once. You want the best outcome. Um, yeah. But she can't do quick time events. I'm whispering because she's just in the other room. She can't do quick time <laughs> events. So anytime quick time events would come up, she'd hand me the controller. Dude, that's funny because uh, my wife is the same exact way. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact way, and it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I know the feeling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, those games though are just a very, very great experience playing with someone else. Does uh, does she like horror stuff or? Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, she doesn't typically seek it out, uh, but she uh-huh. she enjoyed this. Cool. Uh, and we might. We might try some more of the Dark Pictures games, or maybe I can get her to play uh, some of the other other visual novel-esque games that I, I have. Uh, you remember Erica, the fully FMV one that I played the other year? Uh, yeah, I, I do. That, that yep, might yep. be on the list. Um, yeah. Uh, but we are definitely yeah, no, awesome. playing a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean the other super massive games. I think they realized what they have in the co-op aspect. Yeah, uh, with Until Dawn. So then the other ones, they definitely built it in a lot better. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. Um. Yeah. I, I'd be curious if you guys played the Quarry. What you, what you think about the Quarry? Yeah, I mean that game's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, we'll get around to it. Um, a lot of a lot of those games are part of the PlayStation Plus collection, so that's why I've been downloading and playing them. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, let's see. I think that's it for video games. That's it. I've played them all. Played all the video games. Uh, Every single one. Man, how, I need to look up how long it would take for me to beat a certain video game. 
how long to beat Alan Wake 2? <laughs> how, long, how long is that game? <laughs> 18 hours. Wow. Fuck. For, like, if you're just mainlining it. Right. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> it's all good. You know, the worst part I, I of mean, it is that I I could play it on PC, but it's Epic Games. It's it's on the Epic Game Store, and I don't have that installed on my Steam Deck. There's some stuff I have to do to do that, and I don't feel like doing that. Uh. Gotcha. Yeah, right. Damn it. I'm... Mm. Mm. And I don't have the time... Man, I'm looking at how many days I have off, and I just don't have the time to do Alan Wake 2. You yeah. know, you gotta, gotta pick and choose, you know? Yeah, that, that one's gonna have to... Yeah, that one's gonna have to, you know... Wait, that's gonna be a January game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you didn't play the Skull and Bones beta? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I did not. No. Neither. Did you? Neither did I. No. No. Um, no. I'm okay. There's there's too much shit to play right now. Uh, let's get into the news here, though. Um, let's see. This was probably coming. Uh, Bobby Kotick leaving Activision. Probably going to go run Ubisoft or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he, he is leaving on December 29th. So, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I kind the of thought I'd never... Of, the tyranny of Bobby Kotick is finally ending. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I never thought I'd, I'd see the day, but here we are. It only took a nearly $70 billion buyout for him to finally leave <laughs> yeah you know not all the the horrible shit that he has done or uh has kind of happened under under his uh watch you know but it didn't like not even you know being exposed as visiting epstein's island got him got him fucked so yeah right <laughs> oh right? god yeah it's it's um also sooner a little sooner than uh i think it was originally planned um i think he was planned to leave um january 1st but it's now ending december 29th um so then i'm pretty sure right now uh phil's just gonna kind of take over that role phil spencer but i think they are going to look for you know someone to fill his role but then also i didn't know too i mean i guess it makes sense when when this happens but a lot of other um activision executives are leaving as well Mm -hmm. um some of them but then there's also just a lot of different realignment that's happening and yeah no no shock there i guess uh yeah just reading this i guess that Phil Spencer put out. Okay, so Thomas Tipple, Vice Chairman, Activision Blizzard, Rob Koshtik, uh, President of Activision, Mike Ybarra, President of Blizzard, and what was that, Yodolf Somstad, mm-hmm. uh, President of the King, 
will report to Matt Booty. Oh, okay. Damn. Pretty sure, too, they just changed Matt Booty to not only oversee Xbox Game Studios, but also Bethesda. So now he's going to have Activision as well, which that is a, a lot of people, a lot of projects, yeah. a lot of things for one person. I know he's not just one person, but still, that's a lot. At, to do at some uh, point, <laughs> at some point, when you're in charge of so many things, are you really in charge of anything? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, at that point, it's like, dude, you're just doing nothing but delegating constantly. You know, it's like, how much are you actually doing? <laughs> I'm just here to tell my boss what you're telling me. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I, I wonder too. Like, I mean, these people travel constantly to visit studios and meet all sorts of different companies and people. It's like, yeah, I wonder how much of that will happen as well. Um, Just do a Teams meeting. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm sure those happen too. But Yeah, yeah, a few, few other people leaving, but yeah, Bobby, uh, see you later. I am curious how things will change, not only under Microsoft, but with him not in Activision anymore mm. at all. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, it's it's, it's going to take some time. <laughs> There's probably, like, as bad as Bobby Kotick was, and he was bad, he probably put other bad people in charge too maybe like maybe there there's just this culture of hey some pretty not great people get to be in charge of shit so right it's going to take a right. while for that to for that whole culture to change um and we'll see if microsoft can do it yeah yeah, I'm I'm curious cuz they really haven't said how they're going to integrate Activision Blizzard into into more things or bring stuff to Game Pass or any of that stuff. They really haven't said anything about um so I'm curious just how that'll go, I guess just from a consumer angle. Um I guess the only thing you can say really about Bobby is that uh, he did make a lot of money for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe not good people. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's... I'm going to say it. Like, I, I want him to go on, but I guess there is maybe a business angle of, like, maybe keep him around or something like that. But still. Uh, otherwise, though, dude was not very good. <laughs> no. Good at getting results... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Really shitty about how he did it. So, right. Yeah. Um, also making a lot of money, the PlayStation five. Uh, oh yeah. We've got, we got some, we got some data. I know how much you like data. Uh, <sighs> PlayStation five has outsold the Xbox series X three to and S three to one. In 2023, and the PlayStation 5 has hit 50 million sales. Yeah. It's pretty gnarly. I think the PS5 is trending uh, higher than the PS4 right now, which is very incredible considering 
how uh, supply constraint the um, uh, launch was yeah. for about two years. I mean, it's it's nuts. Um, sales were up three hundred and seventy six percent in November in Europe over last year, just for the PS Five. Yeah, I mean that's insane. And then I was seeing that I think it was um, where was it sixty five percent I guess in uh, North America in Xbox fell fifteen percent isn't very good um and nintendo switch fell 18 percent, which isn't surprising you know considering that switch has been out for a while and there's probably a new one coming out next year um and overall though the switch outsold the xbox by almost by more than double according to some estimates so yeah i mean ps5 is crushing it right now <laughs> i mean it's it's crazy, and they're kind of crushing it without games. Yeah. Way. Like, first-party yeah. games, I should say. I mean, of course, there's plenty of third-party stuff to play on the, on the thing. And, you know, there's just very few first-party games. I mean, when they hit, they hit, say, Spider-Man 2, God of War, Ragnarok, Ratchet & Clank. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of wild how much... Sony, how well Sony is doing without really doing anything in a way. <laughs> yeah, and we'll we'll talk more about you know uh, another yeah. game that's pretty much off the table mm-hmm. now. So it's like, yeah, what's what's going on with some of that stuff? But yeah, it's it's impressive, and it it also like yes, I know they just completed the Activision purchase. We'll see where that goes. But it kind of shows just how much of an uphill battle Microsoft will always have, I think, um, with Sony. I mean, I just feel like Sony has just a this just kind of baked in base that's kind of always going to be there. And it's, you know, I think Phil said it in an interview when Redfall came out and was a disaster of like Xbox lost the worst generation they could lose. I think it's. Because, you know, people just, you know, some some people just have their, their console and their ecosystem and they're, they're in on it. And PlayStation is is that for the majority. And, um, yeah, Xbox has a kind of uphill battle for sure. I, to me, though, like, not to get all console worry about it. Sony's obviously doing very well. Put out Spider-Man 2, which is huge. Um, but Xbox puts out the biggest game on their platform yet, and the sales are down. Yeah. That's not very good. I mean, maybe Game Pass sales are up, um, and subscriptions are up, and that kind of offsets things, and it doesn't matter. But And we know Starfield actually sold pretty well, too. Um, but, you know, part of me is kind of like, well, that's not very good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, I mean, there's... I'm. I see a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, I know more about the games that Xbox uh, plans to put out. Well, specifically Bethesda yeah. plans to put out uh, within the next couple of years than I do with PlayStation's first-party studios, so I, I don't know. Yeah, and I do think Xbox 
they had a much better year this year with games, um, especially compared to last year. They are finally getting the ball rolling. I mean, mm-hmm. next year they're supposed to have Hellblade 2 and Avowed and um, it's a few other things that I'm kind of forgetting. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're getting the ball rolling for sure. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. It's just kind of, I think it's just very crazy how hard PS5 is dominating right now. All things considered. Yeah, and it, it's really like, again, not even on the back of their own studios. Like, they've, sure, they're Spider-Man, but like, it's, if, Spider-Man alone doesn't create this situation. <laughs> um, right, right. Yep. So, yeah, I... I'm very curious where this goes, and, you know, it really seems to me like their plan with Naughty Dog is not to release new games. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're going to continue yeah. to not release new games. They've stopped developing Last of Us Online. Uh, they don't want to support a game for multiple years. They want to just remake games. Instead of instead of releasing and supporting a game, they'd rather release and then re-release the game. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times, too, yes. not just once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that apparently they decided to cancel it. Um, Last of Us Online, which they are now calling it, you know. It's also uh, factions is what it, a lot of people would, would call it um, before this. Yeah, this uh, this kind of sucks to me, uh, just because I was very intrigued uh, about a multiplayer project, a live service project from Naughty Dog. I think, like, sure, I want single player games from them, but at least, and you could say, but it's more Last of Us, yes, but at least they're doing something new and different with it, I guess. So I'm, I'm very curious about. Like just what happened with this game, and the the whole story, like you know, how much did Bungie play into this? I mean, we we only know some of that reporting, but I feel like something else had to have happened. I also just don't understand their wording and and their phrasing of things like, you know, it, it you know, we basically realized that we would have to sacrifice years and years of making single player games that were that's our bread and butter uh to support this game and it's like dude you said in 2020 you were canning the multi or not canning you were shifting the focus on multiplayer it's not going to shit with the last of us part 2 and it's almost 2024 and now you're realizing that that makes no sense at all to me like them saying that and and also like the multiplayer team has been in pre-production with the game since we were working on the last one part two they've been in pre-production for almost four fucking years what is going on you said we were going to see it this year Uh, it just doesn't make any sense uh some of the stuff they were saying i think it's also just a bummer it's kind of like just what a waste of fucking time you know not only money too but just time and uh, you know, teams like Naughty Dog, and we see it now with Rockstar, and these teams only get to put out maybe one game a generation, and that's it. Yeah. 
And Naughty Dog has wasted years on this thing. They said they're working on two other games, I think. Who knows how deep they are into the, those games, but that's the other part that I think sucks the most to me about this. Um, it's just just a waste of time. Like, we could have nearly had something new from them at this point. You know, maybe next year or something like that. You know, it sucks. So They don't want to make new games. They they don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not it's not it's not their business strategy to release new video games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, they will re-release their games for sure. Yeah. yeah, it just makes me. I just wonder. You know, and it all depends how honestly how deep they are into new games. But I just wonder, like, are we going to get a new Naughty Dog game on PlayStation Five? Hmm. I'm not talking just a new, like, it can be new IP, it can be Last of Us 3, like, are we going to get something, you know, just because of how long games take now, and, you know, Naughty Dog are perfectionist, so, I don't know, we'll see. Alright, um, hmm, okay, let's, let's see what we got here, okay, a movie. Tyler, you're you're interested in movies about me. Tyler, why? Why are we why do we care about a Death Stranding movie? Um, because it's with A twenty four is the only reason why I am intrigued by this. Um so A twenty four is more of a indie film distribution studio, you could say. I mean I do I think they do fund some of their own movies and things like that, but a lot of great stuff comes out of them. Um, movies that are cheaper, that aren't um, looking to make a bazillion fucking dollars like a Marvel project or something like that. And um, and it's also where you find a lot of movies that are just very interesting and willing to take a risk, like, say, Everything Everywhere All at Once from last year. Um, uh, I So I think that partnership there with Kojima and then A24 is exciting to me um, because I think as long as they get the right people to make this movie you know I'm sure Kojima will be very involved <laughs> fuck it get Norman Reedus to act in it why not I would, <laughs> that would just make sense like I think it can actually be done right and be interesting will it be like really good who knows but um, I think it has a much better chance of being good with A24 than it does with anyone else. So that's that's kind of why I'm intrigued by this. I think it's I think it's cool cool partnership there. Tyler, I think you're just interested in it because you know you'll never play that video game. <laughs> but you it, but at least you'll be able to consume some Kojima via a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never never say never, mm. but. We'll see. But I think, too, like, Kojima is obviously... I mean, he is a film nerd. He tweets about film, watching movies all the time. Um, you could see it in his games, you know, with um, the storytelling and cutscenes and all that stuff in, in his games. I mean, it's very obvious that I think he's always wanted to make movies, and, you know, now he has a chance. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Sony making some other deals. Um, 
they're they've signed a deal with Marvel. Uh, some exclusivity for X Men games uh, until twenty thirty five. And this was revealed because Insomniac got hacked. <laughs> yeah, oh, a very fuck. bad hack as well. And I, I really only kind of want to talk about this from just the video game angle of like these are some projects that are probably happening because who gives a shit on that? Like, sure, I think it it's cool to have these revealed to you and all that stuff, but. You know, this is kind of the way the fucking movie industry operates. Like, you know things are coming three years before they happen. Um, but overall, this leak is fucking awful. Um, with just a lot of personal information and passports and things that have been leaked that just... It's just terrible. It's just like, what in the fuck is wrong with you people uh, to to do this to any company? Period. Not uh, Not just... Insomniac, I mean, just literally any company. I mean, it's just awful. Um, so, yeah, huge, huge leak over there. But we learned a lot of uh, projects that are probably happening. Um, yeah, X-Men exclusivity through 2035, with apparently they are considering Wolverine to be their first X-Men game. Mm-hmm which is apparently due out in 2026. Wow. I think there was also some reporting recently that maybe it was 2025, so who knows? 26 Um, is farther out than I thought. Yeah. So, and then there is an actual X-Men game in 2030, which is crazy we're talking about these years, and a final X-Men game in 2033, there's also a mention of Wolverine Online and X-Men Online. No, 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 no. But here's some other things, though. So, obviously, they just put out Spider-Man 2. Apparently, in 2025, we're supposed to get Marvel's Venom, which is a Miles Morales-sized game that it was mentioned it's $50. Um... And, yeah, basically, like I said, Miles Morales-sized there. That apparently is going to lead into Spider-Man 3, which was dated at 2028. Hmm. So, and then Ratchet & Clank in 2029. We have to wait till 2029 for Ratchet & Clank? Yes. Fuck! Our new IP in 2031-32. So, let's just put this all in order. So we have Marvel's Venom in 2025, Wolverine in 2026, Spider-Man 3 in 28, Ratchet and Clank in 2029, X-Men in 2030, New IP in 2031 or 32, and X-Men 2 in 2033. So, it, it could, can things change? Absolutely. But it, I think it has practically confirmed that Insomniac is now basically a Marvel team. Yeah, that's a fucking bummer. It bums me out. It also excites me in some ways. uh, Just because I think Insomniac's an incredible team. And the fact that they would build their own kind of Marvel universe in a video game form is really exciting. Because they've confirmed that Wolverine and 
Spider-Man are in the same universe. Getting a Venom game sounds awesome. I haven't even finished Spider-Man 2, so I don't even know how that leads into that. But that sounds cool. And, and a fucking AAA X-Men game from Insomniac sounds awesome. But yeah, it's like I just don't want Insomniac to just be a Marvel team. And that's pretty much all they're doing. Like you said, like, man, we have to wait till 2029 for a new Ratchet and Clank game. Like, that fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> like, can't, you know, it's just, it's also, to me, I think a bummer that, you know, Resistance is left behind. There's no maybe Sunset Overdrive sequel. A new IP is really, uh, of course, there's promise there, but, you know, love a new IP from Insomniac. <laughs> so, mm. that's the only thing. Like, I have very mixed emotions on. Uh, this this roadmap here that they have, because um, Spider Man Spider Man Two is fucking awesome. Like I, I I play that game and you know the story hasn't hit me as much as the first game or Miles Morales yet, uh, but the gameplay is amazing. Sometimes I just sit on top of a building and look at the city and just go like, it just feels so real. Like it it feels so alive just looking at that. So them. You know, bring Wolverine to life that way, and then X Men is just really exciting to me. But yeah, I just want to see that. And then also, my last thought on this is like, you know, we we're just talking about how Sony just doesn't seem to have a lot of first party titles right now, and Naughty Dog is, uh, you know, not putting out The Last of Us online, and Insomniac has just been this workhorse this entire generation putting out three games now on PS5. And looking at this, it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, Insomniac's just, like, going to carry Sony first party <laughs> for, like, another decade. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, the and it, it, feels like the they, it feels like they don't get the credit for it either. Like, it's it seems... No. Like... No, not at all. It's crazy. Like, the, the quality that they have with that output is just... It's nuts. Yeah, and like the thing the thing that makes me worry is like what if people stop giving a shit about Marvel? What if people don't give a fuck about X-Men? What if that what if yeah, that no. what if that Wolverine game comes out and it's fine it does fine but an X-Men game comes out and fucking bombs? What is their plan then? Cuz yeah, I, I mean because to me I don't see an X-Men game fucking hitting. Like I just don't think X-Men is that popular to hit like as high as Spider-Man does. Like it just it just doesn't. It doesn't have that yeah, main broad appeal as Spider-Man. I think X-Men's a interesting one cuz I think when X-Men is good, it's real good. When it's bad, it's real bad. And it's been and there terrible to kind of be Yeah, it's been it's been bad for a long I would say for about 10 years now and uh you know, Marvel still hasn't done anything with it um, since they got those rights back. And, you know, never say never on some of this stuff of, like, sure, there's a lot of excitement with Insomniac in their Marvel titles right now with Spider-Man games. Um, but, I mean, look at the MCU right now in, in the movies, like, and TV shows. Like, it is bombing yeah. and is very bad. It, you know, it just, it just feels like there's constantly the Marvels, you know? there's this constant stream of fucking vomit coming from Marvel right now. Like, yeah, it's just too much. It's just too much. So that's that's the thing that 
you gotta take care of, I guess, with these games. Because Insomniac 2 is not the only team doing Marvel games. You know, EA's doing a couple and a few other studios that I'm mm-hmm. blanking on right now. But, you know, it, it can happen for sure. I never... Uh, I I always thought the MCU might lose some popularity for sure, just because that's inevitable. But I don't think I ever thought it would bomb as hard as it has right now. So... It could it could happen for sure. Yeah, you know people could get tired of this stuff and want something different. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll just have to see. I I'm just I'm not thrilled. <laughs> where I'll put it. Um, I wonder if any of these games will take advantage of Sony's latest patent. However, um, they filed a patent. Uh, something about adaptive difficulty. Ga- the difficulty of the game will adapt as you play it. I feel like that happens in games, in some games already. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of confused about this pattern. Um, because I feel like that sort of stuff kind of happens sometimes too. But maybe it's more. I don't know. Just more baked in, more fluid. Uh, with this patent that, you know, it would raise or reduce the challenge, Um, which I don't know how I feel about that because I think when you're playing an RPG, for example, and the game scales with you the entire way through, that's kind of not as fun to me as having that challenge of, yeah, grinding can suck sometimes, but sometimes you grind and you know, it's always kind of fun maybe to go back to an earlier area to finish a quest or something and you're just fucking ripping these dudes open mm-hmm. that you were struggling with earlier in the game. You know, it, I, I, so I kind of, I don't know how I feel about this sort of thing. But I know how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like how do you feel? Uh, this sucks and players should decide how they want their experience to be like. If you're going to take away difficulty yes. levels in favor of this, like if this is an option, fine, whatever. But I have a feeling that games will be designed around this, uh, and it w- will not be an option. Games will be this sort of difficulty, um, and I don't think that's cool because I feel like if you want to fucking breeze through a game and you know just see the story and whatever. Go for it. If you want to get your ass handed to you, fucking go for it. But don't fucking adjust shit with me. Don't don't fucking don't tell me how to play my video games. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my leisure time. Right. Let me play them how I want to play them. Yeah, I would rather a game just have way more difficulty options than than do this. And like, like they're saying in this patent though that parameters relate to movement speed delay or hesitation character strengths number of competitors or other metrics may be changed incrementally until a current user performance level corresponds to an expectation level of a particular user currently playing the game Mm. jesus christ (laughs) are they going to be collecting data on us and selling our data about how good of a gamer we are (laughs) yeah who knows maybe Maybe. <laughs> Fuck. 
This is a fucking dystopian piece of shit. God. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, yeah. Just not great. Um, but that's all the news. That's the news. I don't see any more news. Um, Nope. That's, that's it. Is it time to just bang out some video games and make some lists? Let's do it. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to we're, we're going to go do that. We're going to bang out some video games. We're going to write some lists and then we're going to share them with you. Uh when that'll happen to be determined. Um cuz I got some more games I want to play. <laughs> uh Yeah. So yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode as always. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. All that helps us get into more years. And we like to uh, we like to be in people's ears. Uh, it's a, oh yeah, it's a nice cozy place to be. Clean your ears, also. Everybody, God, please just yes. clean clean your ears. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to share the stories, but I have stories about people who didn't yes. clean their ears. Um, <laughs> it's always nasty. Yeah. Uh, well, catch you next time. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... You know, don't clean your fucking ears with car keys either, like my grandfather. Don't do that. Alright, that's it.